Komunika. Mot. Akte. Welcome to the Community Organizing for All podcast. Brought to you by the Community Organizing for All project, COFA. Comunità. Transparenza. Collectivo. COFA is an Erasmus Plus funded transnational research and training initiative bringing together four partner organizations from Croatia, Italy, Slovenia and the UK. We aim to take stock of the community organizing landscapes across our respective national contexts with the aim of identifying what's working and what we can improve on when organizing with migrant communities. Our intention is not to be prescriptive. We will be sharing different understandings and experiences of community organizing. And we invite listeners to take away what is relevant and useful for your practice and in your context. We have more power together. Together, have more voice. Welcome to the Community Organizing for All podcast where we delve into the experiences of community organizers from different European countries. In today's episode, we bring you stories from Croatia through the conversations between individuals with different backgrounds who organized to solve problems in their communities. They will share the challenges they faced and the paths they forged towards progress. But before that, we will also hear from Dinko Kreho, a writer, journalist, cultural worker, and community organizer, with whom we talked about the history and context of community organizing in the social and political history of Croatia. So the history of minority and migrant organizing in Croatia is specific compared to this Western context from which the notion of community organizing originates, insofar that Croatia has never been a colonial country. It has never been a colonizer. It does not have its own former colonies and thus does not have this long uh, history of migration compared to many to many Western countries. More significant mig- migration is only a more recent phenomenon in the in the last few years in fact. And that is why new forms and new um, approaches had to be devised in order to organize people and to work with people and to organize and uh, strengthen and empower those communities. Before, what Croatia had is a long, quite not, maybe not very long, but quite significant history of anti-colonialism insofar as it was part of socialist Yugoslavia, which was one of the leaders of the non-aligned movement. So countries that refused either the Western or the Eastern bloc during the Cold War. And as such, the the non-aligned movement put a lot of emphasis on an on anti-colonial struggle, on the organizing of people from outside the hegemonic centers of powers and the hegemonic countries in the world. However, this was carried out on a on the level of state politics and state policies. So there were forms of organizing and there was some immigration uh, from other non-aligned countries, but uh, organizing was mostly cultural as the ties between Croatia or Yugoslavia at that time 
and the other non-aligned countries were established on a level of official state policies. So they were like clubs, um, societies of students from various countries, but it was more of a culture and entertainment endeavor. The situation significantly changed in the 90s with the fall of the Berlin Wall and a series of devastating wars in countries of former Yugoslavia. Paradoxically, the 90s were seen in a large part of the world as a time of opening up to the world, but for Croatia and other Yugoslav countries it was more uh, of a time of uh, closing up and, and sensation of being cut off from the world in some regards. So all these, it's a process that started already during the 80s, but was carried out to the fullest in the 90s. In a way, Croatia and the neighboring countries what was what once was Yugoslavia lost its position of of, of a subject and the international political scene. Uh, we became a lot more of a periphery, and we were cut off from some trends that we participated in establishing, such as the non-aligned movement. And so we had also, I'd say, a huge drop off in immigration and in cultural di- diversity in general. As Croatia became a part of the EU, the things changed once again. I am Sunil Bom from Nepal. Uh, I came here two years ago and I am here in Zagreb, a Neptunian community gathering. Uh, we have one social organization. We established that five months ago. Every month we have meeting and we share our problem and we find solution. So many Nepalese workers, they don't know the law, I think. Uh, one my Nepalese friend said to me, he worked with one company. Company didn't give him salary. Then that guy left that company and he find another but another company also not give him four months salary. Now he is in Portugal. Our first guest is Sunil Bam, who played a pivotal role in forming a formal organization of Nepali workers to enhance their connections with unions, media and other organizations. One of the key obstacles Sunil encountered was the language barrier, which hindered effective communication and collaboration. We are around 10,000 Nepalese here in Croatia, and we have main problem with language. Language is main problem. Chantrel, our next guest, also faced language-related challenges. It was so difficult for me. I was like, what am I doing here? Am I going to survive this? And um, I, I, I met some people such as Florette and uh, Nuria, but the most of the time I was just on my own. I was just, I'm like, what am I doing here? And then this language, I don't understand anything. My friend, I, I, so that was my first experience uh, when I got in Croatia. I'm Chandrel Salamiat from Congo. I traveled from Morocco where I was studying uh, to Croatia in September 2014, if I'm not wrong, 14 or 15. (laughs) 
beyond the sense of isolation, Chantrelle encountered a specific issue. She had to bear exorbitant health insurance costs, even for the entire year preceding her arrival in Croatia, a singular issue faced by many foreigners in Croatia. I'm not the only one going through this situation. I know some of them are in the fluid. So I'm like, we have to do something. We cannot just keep waiting and leaving this situation going on. This circumstance became a catalyst for her search for organizational solutions. When existing organizations failed to provide the support she needed, Chandrel took the lead in establishing a new one. As an individual, you cannot start demand for lotion. Those these things only organization, politics organizations can initiate those. You as an individual people, you cannot start it. Maybe ask how many people are suffering from this issue to just two or two of us, three of us. They won't change anything. We know that there are a lot out there. So we need to those people. We need to them. Language also plays a significant role in connecting the struggles of Roma youth in Croatia, represented here by our guest Rosa. My name is Rosa Orsus. I belong to the Roma minority. I'm a member of Roma Youth Organization, Center for the Theatre of the Oppressed Bocas, and advisory board for the Ombudswoman. For the last three years, I have been active in protection and promoting human rights of Roma. Although born in Croatia, many Roma children, including Rosa, first encountered the Croatian language within the school system. Unfortunately, this is often the point where they face discrimination and are labeled as less capable. This educational barrier prompted Rosa's involvement in organizing. I started my activist journey as part of the Arise Roma project, where I had a task to create my own campaign under supervision. I decided to do an online campaign aimed to Roma primary and secondary school students where I wanted to motivate them to finish school. A large number of Roma students took part in the campaign, and this is the first time I felt people uniting, people with same interests, to better the education for Roma community. Furthermore, Rosa collaborated with other Roma youth, to create a forum theater performance addressing the specific challenges faced by Roma girls in education. The place called Do We Have a Choice and it shows the position of Roma women in Croatian society. Each of our guests arrived at community organizing from different paths. Chandrel and Sunil found themselves in a country where significant immigration was a recent development, requiring them to build everything from scratch. 
In contrast, Russia encountered a multitude of organizations working for the rights of the Roma minority over the past 30 years. However, as these organizations became more closed off and self-serving, a new generation of Roma youth embraced organizing with the aid of the Croatian civil society. On the other hand, during socialism, this notion of minority was seen as quite offensive in the sense that you imply a relationship of power over a certain population, uh, ethnic, religious, racial or other, or group by calling it a minority. And you somehow imply that it is indebted to a majority. So uh, what Yugoslav socialism instead had come up with, in, in large part following also the Soviet model, is this idea of peoples, nations and nationality. But then again, this organizing was something that was done on level of politics and of policies. I had a need to do it. I felt obligated to work with these topics. These problems were troubling me for some time, but now I got a sort of empowerment to deal with the problems of Roma community. In the 1990s, there was this whole notion of civil society that, of course, came with all the grants, with all the organizations, with all the foundations that started um, this attempt to teach us democracy and human rights and all the domains in which we were supposed to be lagging behind the rest of the world. Also, uh, this notion of uh, minority, minority rights came to be and some forms of organizing began, but a lot of it was a lot more abstract in the 1990s or early 2000, it is today in 2023. While this approach brings empowerment, it also carries risks. When external forces drive the impulse for organizing, unintended passivization can occur. Working with problems of Roma brings many sensitive issues. When I started doing activism in the Roma community, I needed first to deeply and consciously reflect on my own identity. Most individuals from Roma community are seen only as passive participants in the projects for social inclusion or beneficiaries of initiatives created by stakeholders outside of the community that often don't truly understand their needs. They see participation as sitting in meetings or workshops, participating in activities or doing tasks that were thought of by someone else, and those activities often don't have much to do with their needs. The projects I do today are created together with other Roma youth, with whom I share same experiences and same interests. Rosa believes that the combination of these factors results in the greatest obstacle for organizing, the erosion of trust. Trust. I think the biggest challenge in communities is trust, especially in my own Roma community. 
Some individuals who did projects and programs in Roma community abused those projects, and the community lost trust in organizers, even those who really want to improve the social position of Roma. For Chantrel, the language barrier and the elusive source of the concrete issue presented significant obstacles. The problem remained buried under the layers of bureaucratic nonsense, even after she learned Croatian. We learned Croatian, I learned Croatian, but it was not enough also to have that serious uh, conversation with uh, people in power. The issue uh, of SICO was first not having a platform, uh, not knowing exactly who's in charge on this situation we can talk to um, from he, from who we can have right information understand the issue understand the reason uh, why the, this is going on despite these challenges all our guests emphasized the importance of building alliances as a vital strategy sunil and the non-residential nepali community chose to forge alliances through celebrations Uh, then uh, we celebrate also Christmas year, uh, and uh, we our cultural. Uh, Nepalese cultural uh, music, song, dance, uh, everything we show there in program, uh, and we invite Croatian guests also. Fighting with right reason, understanding the issue, and make people understand why you are fighting, and also collaborate, collaboration with others. In looking for solutions for these problems, I want allies, not someone that patronizingly taps me on the shoulder and says, nice work. Yes, I've organized my community, we showed where the problems lie, but to solve them, I want allies from the majority population, because these are not only problems of the Roma community, these are the problems of our entire society. When I listen to discussions, I see that there is some progress. The progress is visible, but it is too slow. It is a big effort to organize a community. And from my last three years of experience, I see that the society became more conscious about the problems. But we need much more organizing. I don't want just to say this is what is going on, to say mess or any other organization and leave them do for me or for us.
I want to feel myself, see myself doing something. Enough is enough. I sent a letter to the president of Sabor. I remember I sent a letter to two times, the Minister of Finance, Minister. Oh, you cannot talk to the president of Sabor. And he's my president also. They make law for me too. Why not? <laughs> What I keep repeating, the local governments need to include us into the decision-making process. We need to have a good model so we can teach them how to listen to our needs, interests and ideas. We are friends in Facebook, Facebook, social media. We all have uh, Facebook and we, we have also messenger group. Uh, we talk in group and uh, I feel uh, we are many, but uh, we have many problems. But uh, our embassy is not here uh, and uh, no other help us. So I think if we gather, then uh, we can share our problem. Then we can find solution. Looking forward, we ask our guests where they see themselves in their continued struggle for a better world. We need to invest a lot of time, effort, energy in building trust. This is my priority, to build trust of the young Roma and to fulfill their expectations, of course. We have to do something. So how I see the future is just fighting. Uh, I mean, the fight, the good fight. You have been listening to Community for All podcast. Check the description for links to other episodes, including stories from Slovenia, Italy and the UK, as well as in the introductory episode with main concepts of community organizing. Brought to you by the Community Organizing for All Project, COFA. COFA is an Erasmus Plus funded transnational research and training initiative bringing together four partner organizations from Croatia, Italy, Slovenia, and the UK. We have more power together. Together, have more voice.